What's up, guys? Welcome to another exciting edition of Real Estate Podcast, episode 352. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And, um, what? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm with Adam. This week we watched Holy Mountain. Uh, it, it, this movie yeah. should come with a bag of mushrooms or a hit of acid. Yes. I'd rather have the mushrooms. <laughs> it's just colorful. It's it's interesting. I mean, I've never seen anything quite like it. I bet you didn't think you were going to see a bunch of naked kids today, did you, Trev? Uh, <laughs> you believe they put that in that movie? Ah, uh, yeah. I'm Dude, they very... killed those dogs. Those were dead yeah. dogs. Yeah. Crucified. Crucified dogs, yeah. Like... This movie was a lot of, just a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, I mean, I, I understand where the, the director's coming from with like the message that's trying to be sent, but it's like. But do you? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Like, I mean. Yeah. Selling Christ. Oh, yeah. Ego yeah, death. Yeah. It was ego death the movie. Yeah. You got to burn all your money and have an ego death. And what it felt like, it's like several different like ideas and portrayals of scenarios and situations strung together in some weird fever dream that is like brought together at the end by this, this quest to nothing really is what, you know what I mean? Like when it comes down to it, it's a quest to nothing, you know? Um, it's just I, I didn't know what to expect, but I wasn't expecting what we got. No. Well, I think, and I think to me, and I know we've got, you know, this and True Detective to cover, but just as a, just an overall blanket statement, <clears throat> this episode to me is a lot of I got what I wanted, but not the way I wanted it, so I'm still disappointed. Like, because when you think in terms of like these really strange, surreal type movies and stuff, you're like, okay, this is going to be bonkers looking like, you know, yeah. and then you get it and it absolutely nails that, you know, it was bonkers, but it, <laughs> but I just, usually there's something to take away from a movie. I got nothing. I mean, I I picked up all, like some you, of the you ideas. You just finished watching it, right? So you're fresh off. Oh, the I mean, it's like whoa. Yeah, yeah. I watched. It you're like Sunday. I just saw well, titties. What was that? Leopard heads. Yeah. It's like what uh-huh. the fuck? Yeah. Well, it's it's just yeah. There's it. Yeah, I guess I'm just not in a. I'm not in a right mindset. Like you got to give somebody some minutes, I guess, from this one, dude. My <laughs> mind is still kind of, yeah, jarred. Yeah. No, I mean o- overall, it was like I like the concept of like a person representing a planet type thing. I could, I thought, like, th- whenever this started happening, I'm like, are these people in different? Yeah. Universes, different realities. Like, what's happening here? 
And it's like, once they all kind of come together and everything, it's like, oh, these are just like, so this dude, this alchemist. Oh, go ahead. uh, I was just saying, well, like a scene that really stuck with me and kind of bothered me was the, well, the, The, well, it was that shot of Jesus waking up in the room filled with plaster Jesus. That was wild, wasn't it? And yeah. he's freaking the fuck out. I was like, that's a out. wallpaper. From that up to like even <clears throat> like to the, the that next sequence that plays where it shows him walking and all of the, like, I guess the, the hookers or whores or whatever. And they're inside that church. And so and, and me trying to make sense of shit, it's like, all right, even even the lowest go to church. And then when that kid that's dressed like them steps out. Whoa, right. And it was like, well, it was like, and we get them while they're young. And yeah. then that old man shows up, pulls out his eye, and and does that like, shit. Whoa. It was just a really, like, that was weird. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. And, you know, like, I feel like this movie like like there was the like it, it had it, this movie had messages not just a message yeah 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 it was just over the top at like how like every time something absurd was done in an attempt to be profound it was met with another layer of absurdity yeah and that was kind of the takeaway that I got from it, right? Like, even up towards the end, it's like, it was almost like his, the director's attempt, not really attempt, but the director's way of throwing <clears throat> a gigantic middle finger to, like, art house films. Because, like, think, think this is the way that I interpreted the end. There's all this crazy imagery. There's all this stuff. There's this weird, elaborate kind of, somewhat elaborate kind of story thing that's happening here. You've got all these different people representing all these different planets, blah, 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 blah. You've got your Christ-like figure. You've got all this stuff. Then at the end, none of it matters because it's a fucking movie. They're on a fucking movie set. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's, and I think, and you know, that's, that. Whenever it did the pullback, when he breaks the fourth wall at the end, yeah, it it's almost like for like to try to think and dig this movie and 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 be like, all right, what does it mean? That's them going. It, it, the movie didn't mean shit. Dude. It's just a movie. Yeah, like it it, it didn't. Because on the one hand, yeah, we can sit and pick pick apart frames and try to be like oh well here's this and here's this reference to that and all that kind of shit and then on the other hand it's like dude it's just crap yeah it's just and and that's the thing too like yeah that was the message behind gold that's the the thing with movies though is like regardless of like what genre you know what type of film that it is like if it speaks to you in some fundamental way, like it means something, regardless of if it's like this highly praised, you know, whatever, uh, this art house indie flick, it doesn't matter. If it speaks to you, then it means something to you. But going out of your way to purposefully be pretentious, to me- to try to elicit, to be absurd, just to elicit like some type of a response from the from the the viewer. Yeah. Is 
You, you know what I'm saying? Like, because whenever I watch a movie, if I find some genuine connection with it, it's normally not like a, some crazy art house movie. It's normally something that takes me by surprise when it happens, but, um, I still get that response from it. A lot of directors, a lot of writers try way too hard to try to force that response out of an audience. And it just, it falls flat with 90% of the viewership because people like you're purposefully trying to direct the, 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 the users or at least the viewers experience and what they should be feeling as opposed to letting them have those feelings naturally. And that was the biggest takeaway that I got from it. And then all of the other stuff like the ego death and all that stuff is, was basically him saying like, look, you can look at all of those shots, those Stanley Kubrick shots is what I'm going to call it. When they're inside of the thing, you know, inside of the, the temple or whatever it is where it's real clean. It's real Stanley. Yes. Yeah. When he finally, when he goes up the hole and the gold comes out of. Yes. Yeah. Fucking rode that hook. I was just like, this looks dangerous. Yeah. That was it um, was Stanley Kubrick like like Yeah and exactly. just weird well, like the hippo there yeah. was a hippo. There was a baby fucking hippo. Yeah. Just playing in the water. There's like a damn a stork. Well I'm, well that's that's the one thing that people that you can't you can't say this movie is and that's not well sh- like shot. Like some of these shots were great. Well, he had a vision. Oh yeah. Um some of those vistas of like you know the mountains like just some of them shots of like valleys and just like there's there's scenery to really take in in the movie yes that goat chair but that he's sitting in like it just, yeah, that was... it just really it just really like this is not <laughs> this is not the the sunday matinee kickback <laughs> film what yeah, no. so fucking ever like you don't put this on because there's nothing to watch. That's for fucking <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Like you, you, you don't watch it because you're bored. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. But I don't know. I took away, you know, my takeaway from it, my experience from watching it was like, because we've watched, just look at like, um, what what was that movie? That black and white movie? Hard to be a god. Okay, look at Hard to Be a God. Is that it? Foreign film. Yeah. We watched another it. one where we was like, we're going to have to come back and revisit that one later. That shit that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Stalker. And it's, you know, like you we've especially with foreign films and the the fact that like they were speaking English, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was shot in Spanish and dubbed. Cuz when I you mean, look up the language it says Spanish, English. There some of it looked like they were the speaking saying, English. Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah. some of it didn't line up. Yeah. Like the Pope that um, was in the bed with the Jesus. Yes. Yeah. I some of those dubs were. He said. Some of those dubs were hilarious. It was. Yeah. Dude, the guy, the main guy, kind of sounded like the Mexican dude in Napoleon Dynamite. And yeah. I think that was the director. Because he's in yeah, the movie. Right. I think that's the, the director. I, yeah. Yeah, the one that talks like yes, this hello. the whole time. They will take you the, to that, the mountain. That, guy, that dude, that one motherfucker is like, you're gonna come to the Pantheon Bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could have made history. Now you're already being forgotten. <laughs> I was like, wow, that bar is a lot bigger on the inside than it was on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> dude, right? 
But like um, ha- some of these different little s- tangent storylines of the different people was was insane. Like the dude that's like, we were building houses. People don't need houses. They just need a place to sleep. So we're going to build coffins for people to sleep in, and we're going to shelve them inside of our complex. Well, what's crazy crazy is some of the, like particularly in that part of the movie, there was a lot of eerily relatable shit. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, depending on what what tunnels of <laughs> no yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, you saw that what gun, happened did you? <laughs> the candle Regard- gun <laughs> regardless yeah <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> oh god this fucking movie guys this yeah. fucking movie Dude, this is one you can uh, certainly sit around and, and watch it with <laughs> people Oh, for sure. You, know what you sit around having a good time. Like, <laughs> put that you're gonna shit get on. A, listen, yeah, it's like, listen, to anyone that's even dare <laughs> try to get this movie on your TV, you're going to get looked at really funny several times. If you're okay with that, then this movie's, this movie's not that bad from any other fucked up movie you've probably sat through. But believe you me, you will get a weird look. Well, depending on who your friends are, you might sit around and have a good laugh. Yeah, oh, it's like, whoa, it's, what? I mean, it's damn near a comedy at some sometimes. Like, oh man, yeah, that definitely. Like the way definitely. that it starts with those kids throwing rocks at him. Yeah, I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, what's happening? You know, how did we get here? They were stoning him, and then the dude they smoke a big joint together, <laughs> and then they're just yeah, laughing. right, and not just a big one. A big one. I was like, that dude, I was like, I'd like to watch him roll one of those. How'd you do that? It's funny that that was his possession that he had to get rid of. Yeah, right. When he thought (laughs) about it, it was that little dude he hung out with at the beginning. And the frog fucking battle. Oh, my God. They blew those fucking frogs up, dude. (laughs) Yeah, They they, they reenacted the conquest of Mexico using lizards and frogs. Roman soldiers that were greedy and just fat. Yeah. After selling Christ. Dude had some fucking ideas. It was an experience. I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall at that premiere. (laughs) I know. Well, it's like in seventy three. Well, it's almost like he had he had a uh, cork board with all of these ideas on it, and someone threw a dart, and that dart landed on the one that just says "fuck it, we ball." Yeah, and <laughs> he just grabs all of them and is like, "I have a script." It was wild. Yeah, it- it was wild, man. And it's one of those that's like, I don't know when I'm going to watch it again. Yeah. But I would definitely watch it again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I did not hate it by any... I, I, I really enjoyed it for the most part. There was some there was some parts that I'm like, this is <laughs> fucking so, weird. You know, like, yeah. it just... I, mean, I want to go and watch some of his other shit now. Yeah. Well, what's, right. well, this is one of those... This is one of those films where um anyone is listening we're not really ex- we're not you gotta 
watch at your own risk. It's not for the faint of heart, but like you're you're in for it. Yeah. But but, if, it's but, I, but I will say this: if you can handle Brazil, nah, this movie is not that bad. Um, anything that just goes off the deep end and like a surrealist plunge and all that stuff. Cause like those movies, I mean, they're kind of just that they're that category of like, we have more random going on than actual something else, you know, plot narrative message, however you want to put it. Cause while there is a message, it, it quickly jumps to another one and to yes. another one. Yeah. Because I had trouble trying to remember the first hour of the movie because of just how outlandish the uh, just the whole thing is anyway. It's Yeah, it's, the movie kind of changes when he goes up into the tower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That whole first part was like the life of Brian. <laughs> yeah. Dollar General Edition. Yeah. Um. But the, the, the takeaway that I got from it, though, is that the movie is very well shot. Uh, very. The, some, of the, some of the scenes, some of the, like, the production, the sets, I guess, um, it, it's almost a shame that some of the shots were, I don't want to, it's probably a bad choice of words, but I hate that they were wasted on this movie. Because, like, there's, there, you know, like, there's several of them. Dude, um, I'm gonna go back in there and clip out the him in that room with all those Jesus, the molds well, they like use the, his body for. Yeah, when it that, pulled that, out of that, I was looking at that, and I want it. I want the screenshot of that, and then when they're all destroyed, he's just sitting there. Oh, yeah. and one of them turns into like cake or something. Yeah, he ate the face off of it. Yeah, yeah. hung it upside down was the blue, was red, like, okay. and blue balloon. The face off the of Jesus statue. <laughs> cool. <laughs> And then I want but, the picture of one of those frogs in that gear. Well, yeah. funny. Well, those, well, those, those, th- the throne room sequence, like, like you could tell that that these were shot. Yeah, they were shot in very large rooms, really large yeah. stages. And you know, you can't, you can't deny how well a lot of that was. And yeah. you know, absolute tip of the hat. But like the substance that those shots consist of. That's that's where things get a little difficult and head scratchy. But I mean I give it I give it a star. A reluctant one, but a star nonetheless. Yeah, it's, I mean I'm time. Yeah. Uh it it's I think Adam's I think Adam said it best, like if if it's your poison, you're probably gonna enjoy the film a lot more if you're like Completely sedated on mushrooms. Or something. Yeah. You know, have fun. Sober watching. It's very colorful. (laughs) Yeah, it's a hard watch. Like, it is a hard watch. I was just sitting there like mouth breather, dude. Like, And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like, when he gets into the hole, it's like, okay, I see what we're doing here. But the whole beginning of the movie, I'm like, what is going on? This is wild. Like. How did this motherfucker well, yeah. come up with this? It, it has to be some sort of trip, man. It had to be. It was in the 70s, so. Well, what was crazy was there was so, like, instead of finding one 
top of symbolism and let it permeate the film. He just took all of it. Like those cops um, in the gas mask, they shoot those people. And then he just, the one, they're like taking pictures. And I'm like, yep, that's what people do now. That's what they do. Yeah. When yeah. somebody's laying there dying, people pull their camera out. Like, they don't help. And then no. the cop took one of that woman over there and just ripped her clothes off. And yeah. People started taking pictures of that. And I was like, why is everybody wearing some bread rose? Like, yeah. What is happening? They were tourists. That was wild. It was. I'm getting them in a full star too. It was, I don't know. I was picking up what they were putting down for a lot of it. Not all of it, of course. Well, let's not get out of hand here because there was some stuff that I was like, this is a little, this is yeah. flirting that Pino line of being. Getting kinda... Yeah. Even the guy that they had, he had to do it. It was like, oh, really? That's the choice we're going with? Uh, yeah. Well, well, I feel like, I'm not trying to get too technical here, but I think instead of like, three gold stars. I think it needs to get three gold asterisks. They're kind of like stars. The reason I say is because like the movie, it, the movie's not, it is absolutely not everyone, like everyone's thing. And like, I'd never heard of it until, uh, you know, till Griff had, brought it to the table yeah never and i and it's crazy because it's a wild movie like yeah because like, really? this is what i heard about this it, it's one of the movies you would think would be on a list somewhere a long time ago like it you know like it's one of them that's it's been around the block for so long that you would have you know you feel like throughout the years of tumbling through you know getting deeper into watching these types of movies you would think that we I've would seen have a lot of lists. I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, same. But these these are the kind of movies that I that I enjoy giving that first watch for. You know, yeah. And I think a lot of my star, or at least my rating, just comes from that alone. Because even though it's a, a rough movie to watch in terms of just the content and the sheer amount of it, that's packed into this movie for under two hours um it manages to hold my attention and oh it yeah. did <laughs> because some movies like this dude like stalker uh-uh. yeah I, I, that's a I, that's I why can't i it. can't give this i gave that a half star i could never give this movie a half star after giving stalker one like yeah because i mean I mean, different strokes for different folks, but Stalker was a really hard watch. Yes, it was. Well, when it went off, you're like, what the fuck was I supposed to get from this? Yeah. When this one goes off, you're like, oh, okay. I mean, well, it tells you what's going think, on. Like, it's not, well, you know, think, some hidden meaning where you got to crack an egg and yeah. decipher the think, code. I think I think Griffin uh, summed up some of it though really nicely by calling it a fever dream because it definitely presents itself like it's such a rush of ideas, and I mean, but that's the thing though. I hate it because I feel like I'm being trolled. <laughs> like the the like, there's no meaning, and we acknowledge it, but by discussing the fact that it has no meaning, we are like the movie makes the review absurd. 
I mean, Absolutely. It's, it's pretty fucking genius, honestly. Yeah, right. Wild. Wildness. So, True Detective? We got the last two episodes. Now, yeah. dude, I know at the end, not this last episode, but the one before, I know at the end of that, y'all was like, what? When he shot his dad? Yeah. Oh yeah, I was on the yeah. I I got I scooted to the edge of my chair when he shot him. I I think I said what out loud like didn't see that coming. No, are we mad at the way they wrapped it up? Because it's like okay, because it was like it wasn't the girl that killed him. There was you know what I mean. It was well, still kind of paranormal, but it wasn't. Well, but, I mean, isn't it quite remarkable how they suddenly decided to do the detective work? They should have been doing the whole fucking show. Well, every time she was like, I got to take a break. I'm like, get back in there and ask that motherfucker what happened to those dudes on that ice, man. Like, yeah, you yeah. got to take a break. Y'all been looking for this dude for a month. Well, I feel like a hypocrite. And when I'm when I think about the finale, because, you know, one of the reasons why I was very iffy at the start of the season was because they were like, okay, let's just have a lot of supernatural shit going on. And I was like, man, True Detective's all about my realism, you know? But, like, we get that, but it's a case of, yeah, you know, I wanted I wanted that to kind of be what happened, but I just, I felt like we we, we spent more time there were more shots, like, okay, for example, out of all the episodes, you can take shots from moments when Jody or when Danvers and Navarro, they're both just sitting there talking about their shit just not being together. You could splice screenshots from all, every episode, scramble them around, and you wouldn't know which episode was which. Yeah. Well, they had a lot going on in their life. I well, mean... <laughs> yeah, but, but but at the same time, it was so many episodes and so much time, like, thinking back on the season, there was so much of just them bitching, staring, not caring, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not, like, like for the most of the season, um, the the deputy or whatever, he was getting more shit figured out than them. Yeah. Well... This is what this is how I felt about it. Okay, whenever you watch the first season, I'm going to use the first season of True Detective since this is supposed to be a fucking spiritual success or whatever. We'll get into that in a second. Mm-hmm. You had Matthew McConaughey's character that was talking all this crazy shit, and mm-hmm. in, in the flashbacks and in modern day, and you never knew the entire time. If it was real, if he believed it, if he was just fucking with people, like you never really knew through the entire series up until or the entire season, up until towards the end of it, um, exactly what is going on with him. The fact that they leaned as 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 heavy into this whole paranormal side of things as they did for it to not have realistically any payoff whatsoever, um. And then not to even have that point of view like the first season had where it's like, 
it flirts that line that first season perfectly flirted that line and being like what is this does this dude believe this is like is he just fucking with people like is he just trying to throw people off like what is he what is his well, game here what is he doing yeah well and, and the and i think to add to it one of the things that made that work in season one was because it was ultimately a crisis of faith storyline but the character was written to have Woody Harrelson's to work, you know, that, that like the believer and the non-believer, like he does, like McConaughey was like, yeah, there's nothing where, you know, he starts the whole nihilism shit. Yeah. And by the end, you realize that like he, he's been grappling with, you know, a more agnostic point of view really than a nihilistic one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, they and tried it, to recreate that, but it didn't work in the same way. All. Well, because there was no there was no build up to it, man. All we saw were those little flashbacks with Jodie Foster playing peekaboo with her fucking kid. There was no there were no scenes building up to the wreck. There was no scenes. Well, was she in the contributing. wreck? Too? Was it her? I father? think her husband. Oh, okay, that. So she lost some yeah. both in it because it never you never well, get yeah, the exactly. full. Like they tell you what happened. She was like, you know, I was gonna do it. And she's like, what, shoot him? He's like, no, I was going to shoot the other guy right before you did it. It's yeah. like, okay, so we know. And we knew that. We knew that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But well, this other thing is like, of... give us a little more info here. like, And then the whole thing with her mom, the sister. Mm-hmm. So, like, is she dead now? Or is yeah, she just out there a... wandering around? Like, Well, it shows her on the porch at the end sitting there drinking coffee, and she's standing in the corner. I'm like, is she really there? Or is this a... Well, well, remember how, how I mean, she like, got her season, name. Remember how season two's ending, how we were talking about how it kind of saved a little bit of season two because of how, I don't know, meta it got with Vince Vaughn there at the end. Yeah. It's like they tried to, it's like they tried to tap into that again and not the same effect. Dude, yeah. so time was a flat circle. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I see. Like, I had that's I where I had issue uh, with the with the, the whole referencing season one aspect of this because by the third or fourth episode, I was like, so clearly nothing's going to be really explained in no. terms of rust or whatever. So essentially, the season just banks on buzz phrases and imagery from season one. Well, they tried to explain the whole spiral thing as like they use that to mark where the ice is going to break. Now, in theory, like that's a cool idea where it's like, okay, the first chick shows up in the first episode of true detective of season one. And she has it, has that mark or that tattoo or whatever. And it's like, Oh, that's the icebreaker for all this crazy shit that's happening. But like for them, first of all, rust would have known that second of all, like, with it being introduced in the way that it was in this made it less impactful than it should have been. We all know the creator hated it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He didn't do this. Yeah. They didn't tell. Yeah. And they linked it to that first season. It's like, why would that shit even be there? Like, this is some like shit that's going on in Alaska. Why would it even be in Louisiana? You got this cult. You know what I mean? Like the linking them together was dumb. But you was, saw the bones, because, the bone spiral. What was yeah, that thing? It was like a dinosaur or well, something. I mean, 
Yeah, it looked like a fucking. I saw where it had like a like a face, like a skull was in like closer to the center. It's like that like weird a tail vertebra- and shit. Like it's like that fucking vertebrae scan from Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. Looks more like uh, a six foot turkey. And then we don't know like what were that stuff they were doing there. Like we just gonna breeze over that. What would it have done? Could you bring back a dead person? Like, yeah. What? Yeah. Why? Why was this dude having these weird? Like whenever he was like stopped in place and shaken, and he just looked back and he's like, "She's awake." The fuck was that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, why? Yeah, and they they could after he died, how he phased when she came back in and saw him standing there, and he was like shaking. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, "That's fucking weird." Yeah, like, but don't worry about what what that means because it don't matter. Yeah, Jodie Foster's here. It's I don't know they they started strong with like building all these relationships and stuff up. Like the the strongest part of the show, in my opinion, was the relationship between the dad and the son. And then he yeah, and when because he kills him, was- you're just like, what? Yes, because there's definitely there. There's a lot of weirdness happening here. It's father and son. You know they, yeah. And then like it has a full it has a full arc. It has a full arc. Yeah. Jodie Foster is going to go back to being the same person that she was before. She may or may not see ghosts now. Who the fuck knows? The other chick, Navarro or whatever. I took it as she committed suicide. She walked out of the house and just kept going and froze to death. Right. Yeah, and that was that. That's okay. how I took that. And it's like, no, they're like, what do we? What? Yeah, you know, like whenever it went off, I was just like, is that really what we're doing here? You know, like, is this really what we're going for? Because, like, honestly, strong start had enough time to make a compelling story, but tried to use the 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 possession slash haunting imagery to try to sell something that like you're the fan base for true detective is going to buy into it regardless. I bought into it because I'm a fan of true detective. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here, man? What happened to that guy's eyes? So we know who killed the scientist. Yes. Their eyes were gouged out. They were all, they, well, all this shit, whatever the guy that mapped the cave who fucked him up down there. Uh, yeah, it it wasn't the cleaning ladies. I don't know. And I was just starting to get like I was starting to like them. Navarro and Danvers, I was getting like by the final episode, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm on board with it. Before I was like, eh. yeah. Um, Jodie Foster acted her ass off when she asked about her kid. Oh yeah, when they were out there, and I'm like, dude. And then it's like I knew she was gonna pull her out of that hole. I yeah, fucking yeah. knew it, but it's like, she's talking about wanting to go out there and die. Next thing you know, Danvers is out there. She's out there. Now they're all, she's hugging. You know what I mean? I'm like, what are we doing? Build a bigger fire, motherfucker. Hey, go get in your car. Yeah. Right. And turn the heater on. That would have been, the, I mean, there was a vehicle. They drive away in it at the end. Yeah. So what? <laughs> I don't, and the the fact that like the you know kind of the town was behind, like I'm fine with that. You know, it is what well, it is. Well, a thing that that kind of annoyed me was the 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 show takes like that in the other seasons, even the weakest season, 
after a certain point, you started getting payoffs for good or bad. Yeah. Like plot threads started kind of converging. Yes. And in this, they just wrote it to literally like the last 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, see what they would do in those other seasons was like, you would have, you know, here, here's the plot thread that would tie itself up nicely, but lead into a bigger plot thread. Like it would, it was a daisy chain of plot, right? Mm-hmm. And then it would just start hauling ass. Yeah. And then like, was- like for season one, after Matthew McConaughey's character, after Russ gets out of the hood, that show runs at breakneck speed. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's I mean, like at like the end of every episode is a, is is another twist. Yeah. And the fact that like there's this shit that happens in season one and three, the thing that kind of like draws drew me into the idea was like there's a case that happened, like season three especially. There's a case that happens. They're not able to finish the case. Another case happens 10, 15, 20 years later. They go back into the original case because of the circumstances of the other case. Then fast forward another couple of years and they're right back into it. Like that's the thing season one and two did. They had to put it off because they, the, it went cold, but then something else would pop up and reignite everything. That's why we're bringing the truth, you know, Matthew McConaughey and, and Woody Harrelson back in and and interviewing them because some more shit that was happening similar to that case that got them, their wheels started turning. And it's like, we've got these people in the ice. They look like the thing from the thing we find out, you you know, like, and well, it's like the show's name instead of true detective. It could have been new shit has come to light. the show. Yeah. Right. Because like, you're right. Like they could have like, the way that they, the way that they had all, the, the way that despite the different individual stories, they all had that similar pattern that the the show's formula that worked for it. Yeah, and they chose not to do that this season. Like you can you can tell. Yeah. So it's I don't know, man. Like I didn't necessarily hate it, but it's just like. It wasn't true. I mean, I, I am glad. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that it wasn't a, like some supernatural shit. Yeah. Um, you can tell he didn't write it. Yeah. He, they left him on as a producer. He was supposed <clears throat> to write it and direct it, but like, here's what was happening. It was taking too long. It's like, well, you got to let him cook, man. Yeah. You saw what happened when you let him cook on season three. And, yeah. and here's my thing too, which you know, there's always that little amb- like ambiguity left behind, that vagueness. You know, yeah. The vagueness in this, in this, if I'm not mistaken, is who cut out the tongue. Yeah. Oh, they well, never answered that. They they said the cops probably did it to like. Well, they said it, but like, how did it get back there in that room? Because yeah. remember when they and asked the women, the women the are like, because when the women were explaining their little rampage on everything. That, like when I said who cut the tie out, she was like, Yeah, that wasn't us. Oh, that's what the I guy said. Because wasn't that scene after no, the guy uh, said that? Oh, yeah, the women, she asked, No, 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 the women did too, there. man. No, she asked them if they left it there. And they was like, We don't know nothing about no tongue. 
because the tongue was left at the thing. Who left yeah. the tongue there? What? I don't know nothing about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. But she asked yep. that guy, like, why'd y'all cut her tongue out? And they're like, we didn't do that. must have been the cops. It's, I don't know, man. It's, it wasn't written, like, amazingly. It, it wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't, it wasn't true detective. I'd rather watch season two over this one, honestly. And maybe that's just because of coming off of it or whatever, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't think it's neither better or worse than two. I think it's right there with it. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess that's, I mean, I guess that's something good to say about it, you know? Yeah. Is that it, it it doesn't it doesn't lower the bar of true detectives low points any lower than they than it already was, you know? Right. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe I need to rewatch it. I don't know. I think the- I think I think it's it, it did a all the interesting shit that was going on in this show. Even with the reveal at the very end, everything interesting went went on off camera. Yes, yeah. Like the whole, like the whole reason they're out there, and they were like, "No, we're we're, it's all just one big, one big stupid uh, domino effect of us just all being manipulated by the scientists." Yeah. So in order, like he wanted to kill himself, and he like he just done all this shit to survive, run from him, all this stuff. And he's like, I'm tired. I just want to die. Okay. Give me a ride. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's happening. But and, uh, so she filmed like the- him, right? That's when she filmed him, right? Cause he, whenever she, he, she goes to Navarro's house, there's a fucking polar bear. And it's like, bitch, you know, yeah. bringing the polar bear <laughs> yeah. up, you know, yeah, yeah, bitch. and, uh, there's a phone with a recorded. And I'm like, that phone ain't gonna have no battery life, but it did. It had just a sliver. They added that in. They were like, we well, you know you're thinking it'll be dead. But it was him confessing to what the mine had done to the town. Yeah. So, cool. We've got that. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, it shows her on the porch. It's like, there's Navarro. So the boy's not going to be a cop anymore, right? I don't, I mean. I think. Well, he told I mean, that girl, I'll be here with you. I yeah. just got to go do this one thing. I think after like, because he pride, he was really proud of himself on being a good cop. Yeah, and got I mean, upset with Danvers when he when he when he told him like, "Yeah, I know y'all killed him and try to cover it up." I think because of what he did, he wasn't gonna be a cop anymore. Or there's a mutual understanding that like, she would have been dead, probably, because uh, in that sequence she wasn't armed. Yeah, she was. Who? She was. Danvers was she armed? Whatever. No, he had her gun. Yeah. So I think that to me, the way I and what what did he say to him? He said something right before he he shot. He knew he was going to shoot him. Yeah. He the dad knew because he said something. Always remember this. And he raised the gun and he shot him because he's fucked either way. He's like, I either got to kill her or the mind people are going to be pissed. You know, they're going to blackmail me. I'm going to be in trouble. But that's why he was covering that shit up. Yeah. Hiding those case files. And strumming the old six string. 
His song was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. I enjoyed his song. You know who got more screen time than any of the actors in this show? The snow. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I guess there's a better question. Dude, I, how many shots did that finale have of them holding a cup of coffee? Oh, oh taking yeah. a break? I mean, yeah. dude, it was... To eat some like, funions? Dude, I'm like, get in there and ask that motherfucker what happened. Well, like that shot of Jodie Foster on the porch and Navarro's on the other side. I was like, I was waiting for the, I was waiting for the image to blur out and then the logo of a coffee company come yeah. up, like Alaskan Hills. Yeah, the the bolder the better. Dead man coffee. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a cup of Joe. Let yeah. it go. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe need to watch it again. There are far better things that you have not watched yet before you revisit that shit, Griff. I know, I know. <laughs> like, bottom of the stack, but it's still there. I mean, but to be fair, though, the worst season of True Detective is still better than, like, 98% of the things that they put on TV. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, you're not wrong. So... That's that's just that you know. I enjoyed the ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just when yeah. it got to the end, I was like, whenever it I'm happened, ready, where I'm they went to, to out, those women you know? though, when they go to the women and they're like, she saw the little handprint, and I was like, what the fuck is that, an alien? Because yeah. it, it was missing fingers, and it's like, oh, remember in the first episode when they were here, you know? <laughs> no, I don't remember that, you know. Remember the context. But when they go to them, and then they got this like little militia crew that rolls in, I was like, they're gonna kill them, you know. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, clever!" I mean, dude, you just, just explained like, it away. <laughs> like for real, like her and fucking Project Mayhem just fucking own that yeah. town. The f- yeah, the first rule of True Detective is you don't talk about True Detective. <laughs> <laughs> the first rule about Alaska is yeah. you don't talk about being fucking start drinking cold. at two o'clock on my off days. <laughs> The ice fishing just ain't what it used to be out here. Do we really trust the lady to help us bury hide two bodies? Exactly. I'm like, I mean, especially y'all like that. Like, I mean, especially, especially one that talks with the weirdest accent. The lady. Yeah. I didn't even notice her accent. You have to finish what you started. Oh yeah, she's like, no, you got to do it. It's like you you got. You might want to look away. What for? Oh, you want me to cut your dad and empty all the air out of his lungs? (laughs) (laughs) There'd be no shrimping on this boat for you, lad. (laughs) 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 All you get is stale porridge and dried biscuits. I'm giving season four a half star. Yeah. Dude, I give it a fire. If, I give it a if the first one gets full star, and then season two, I was half star on that. I'll go ahead and full star season three. I mean, you just can't like you can't. Season three comes out and it's like, oh, we're back. We're so back. Yeah. yeah. And then this they should have let him write the stuff and do the. Well, this I wonder why they took it away like, from him. 
this one was like, eh, we like to stick around. <laughs> they were like, it's going to star uh, two women. And he was like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. But the I'm good gonna... thing about it is, is it's called True Detective Night Country. Mm-hmm. So technically, it's not technically. It's nah, like. It's under the same umbrella. Well, I mean, technically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, like every tire in that show, dude, it's been, it was a spinoff, dude. And Jodie Foster can play one mean bitch. Yeah. Man, I, and hey, what a way to play the most unattractive town whore. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, speaking of that, what was the outcome of her and fucking Eccleston? Eccleston's relationship? Yeah. Like, Man, nothing. Office. Meant nothing. Well, well not he's even also that. banging the chick at the mine. Yeah. Well, so. uh, yeah. But also, like, you would think that there would be something because they're like, we got to get out there before fucking Eccleston shows up and shuts us down. And then he just never shows up and they never show him again in the rest of the season. What? I don't. It was, that was, you know. Yeah. I mean, I like how it's during her interview, though. She just stood up like, yeah, everybody, everything worked itself out. Uh, we done here. I'm <laughs> like, you just going to get up and walk out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think that's how that works. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that I was just scratching my head. about. Oh, whenever it went off, I was like, Einhorn is Finkel. Well, it just, it just. It just kind of sucked because there was a lot of really cool ideas in this this season that could have been written better. Like, yeah. I love the whole, I love the idea that it was a detective story during the long night period of uh, Alaska. Like that's yeah, that's I mean I mean no that begs this time, you know. Yeah, well, I mean it, it begs for murder mystery. You know what I mean? Like it's a good yeah. setting. Uh, you all like because you. Because and the show did do a good job of like making you lose track of whether it was day or not because it didn't really matter, you know. Yeah. What was the other cop's name? Not Danvers. Um, Navarro. Navarro. That's it. Dave. She uh she finally got her name back, or learned her name. Couldn't pronounce it. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try to say it, but. But it's all right. Maybe he'll come back. Yeah. He might be pissed. He's like, y'all fucking. You know, he was just sitting there watching it as it aired. Yeah. Which he was. They left him on as executive producer, but he had nothing. You know, he didn't have anything. He would have been in there like, no, absolutely not. It's wild. They could just take your shit. Yeah, really. You know, Every I'm not contract. ready for a new season. Well, we are. So <laughs> we used AI. We slapped this together. <laughs> it's that fucking turtle from your highness. <laughs> Playful secrets. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they all they all take turns kissing him. You can you can write season four of True Detective if you reference Russ Cole and it's effective. Playful secrets. 
<laughs> that shit was funny when they're interrogating him. Or like, yeah, they're making him kiss him or whatever. It's like I don't. It's like I don't want to do that. And he goes, mm, "Playful secrets." <laughs> I remember. Wasn't it they like smoking? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're 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 like that. Yeah, like they're smoking some weird wizard weed. Yeah, and he's like, he's basically trying to get him to suck his dick, fucking figure out where to go next. All right, trailers. Oh, I'm ready for them. We got them. We got a few. It's been two weeks. And we yeah, have been... plenty. <laughs> I've kept it around. We might have one over. Usually I do 10. No. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I hope all the, I mean, surely you dropped all the good ones. Uh, yeah. Every, yeah. Because <laughs> there's been quite a We're few. We're just going to watch Deadpool on loop. It sucks that the yeah. Borderlands, <laughs> it sucks that the Borderlands trailer comes up tomorrow. <laughs> Why would they even show you a teaser? It's like, don't tease me. Put the yeah. fucking trailer out. I will heard y'all say had to do a lot of reshoots. <laughs> I will yeah. say ahead of it though, it does look good though. We'll see. It's got a. It looks like they were like, "Hey guys, you know Guardians of the Galaxy's set designer? Yeah, rip him off." They did a lot of reshoots because Bobby Lee went and filmed that shit like three years ago. All right. Hundreds of beavers. Not what you're thinking. Mm. To play him? Yeah. Oh, God. This was directed by the guy that directed Holy Mountain. Was it? No, no. Looks like it could be though, right? Yeah. We get it. You went to every film festival. I like how he's, he fell and his shit came off. <laughs> I like how we're basically adapting Looney Tunes co- yeah. cartoons into live action black and white. But with people in like mascot costumes. like Yeah. That's probably nice though. Shooting in the cold. Yeah. Be real warm. It don't look bad. I mean, it looks funny. Interesting. Yeah. Anybody got an ad? No. You do? Yeah. What's it for? Playful secrets. Playful (laughs) secrets. The woods are real. So no, they're not. And neither are birds. Google it. Playful secrets. 
Getting a little tense. <laughs> yeah. Someone been playing Hotline Miami. Biblical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My dogs don't like this. It's kind of weird. Yeah. They're doing like ayahuasca or something. Yeah, the woods are real, and so are mosquitoes. Okay. Ride the Angel Skinner stabbing cabin. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta add. I buy direct. (laughs) Playful prescriptions. All right, it's done. Get our second trailer for Civil War, which has been bumped up the release date. They're like, get it out. Yeah, we got to get it out. Yeah. I mean,. I'm just waiting for Fortunate Son to be put to this to like this movie's footage. I think if it's the same Civil War trailer I've seen. He could be president. Yeah. And there's going to be people that watch this. They're they're giving people ideas, like you know they'll be watching this. That's like that's exactly what needs to happen. Oh, peak pandy. That's eerie. Mm-hmm. That dude reminds me of Pedro Pascal. That was the president's car. That's 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 a wild idea, man. Yeah, uh, right. They even have. Yeah. Trav, have you seen this? We ad free. I gotta add. I'm good. Uh huh. Uh, no. But I'm ready. I'm ready. I had one of those TVs. It was a Sony. Is that how it ended? I think so. 
bet. Yeah. Previously on X Men. He left his chair to us. Dude, I'm buying cereal and milk specifically to watch this. You know them colors are going to pop on that Blu-ray quality? Oh, yeah. Definitely going to check it out. Oh, son. Sheesh, my God. I like the color of the blue that they used on Beast. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Max Skeeter. The plot. The plot thickens. Uh, age restricted. Uh, but I'm... oh, it's the Sasquatch trailer, so we can't skip this. Uh, I've got an ad. Yeah, I'm gonna drop the Sasquatch trailer. In general, we have to watch it. Okay. Okay. Back this up. Why would that be age restricted? Hmm. The Sasquatches may be real. Uh, YouTube is smoking crack. Hang on, I got it. Uh, Sasquatch Sunset. This shit looks wild. You can leave that room and go back in. It'll still be there. I've tested it. I'll drop the in general. Throw me. Bam. Let me know when everybody's got it up. I got it pulled up. I'm I'm shreddy. You got it, Trev? It's loading on my end. Uh, I had to drop the trailer in general. Yeah. Hold on. I don't know why it's age restricted. Yeah. But this is Jesse Eisenberg. They're all wearing Sasquatch suits. Why do you? Why do you pay Eisenberg and then put him in a Sasquatch suit? suit? Yeah. He did it. He did it for free. He's like, I, I shadowed Andy Circus <laughs> for a week. Yeah, I learned all the moves. Yeah, yeah. Is that where you picked the accent up? What accent? Yeah, the precious. <laughs> it's like whoa. <laughs> you got a trap. You're muted. Yeah, I'm having to do some uh, 
I'm having to do some uh, technical. I'm having some technical difficulties. Give me ju just a moment. I'm sorry. Riley Keo. I know that name. Mad Max Fury Road. Logan Lucky. Okay. Oh, too, okay. Yeah. All right. I am ready. Sasquatch Sunset. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. I mean, come on. Yeah, right. A24 was like, we're not touching that with a 10 foot pole. <laughs> I don't even think they speak. Oh, that's why. Oh, shit. It was on that day they learned doggy style. <laughs> hmm. I did a twisty. <laughs> Let's say a unicorn of a movie. Yeah. It's funny. Is that shit? Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> The fuck? All right. I mean, I don't even know, you know. Like, that's what I took from it. Charlie. No. I mean... I mean, Harry and the Henderson's reboot looks sick, y'all. It does look like Harry and the Henderson's Right. Are we back in the... Yes, the beast. You back think you can beat the beast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm back in here with the beast. Ooh, aspect ratio. It's the dude from uh nineteen seventeen? Yeah.
That's how you do a trailer. Yeah. Looks interesting. Coming soon. TriStar. I got an ad. Ranger. Oh, we got the Twister trailer. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I did a Twister. <laughs> Everybody ad free? Yeah. Yep. Let's see what we got. I recognize the main guy, but I don't know. I don't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Shit. I'm good. <laughs> oh, he was in Top Gun Maverick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's where I recognize him from. Yeah, this one hits a little too close to home. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Another Granger ad. Yeah, you ain't getting anywhere with me with this ad. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> it's got polka dot, man. That's original. Yeah. I'm getting some uh some tells from the crypt vibes, you know? Mm-hmm. 
My ad is a trailer. That's funny. <laughs> Manhunt. I think that's John Wilkes Booth. Here's some tickets to the theater, <laughs> you know. Interesting. Yeah. Never heard his story. Is that fucking... It Patton. is him. Yeah. Is he playing General Patton? He's like, I don't get you, Booth. And his little Pat Oswald voice. It didn't age well. All right, Apple. Sympathizer. Yeah. This is that Robert Downey Jr. one where he plays. I don't know if it's different people or what, because it's like a spy movie. America, he said. It's a weird looking guy. <laughs> oh doing series now yeah <clears throat> Oh, shit. 
Ito. Looks good. Yeah. Looks thrilling. Mm. A little sp- spy thriller action. Yeah. Downey's Spiller. playing like eight people. Yeah. Spiller. Capital One. I gotta... Yeah. They're buying Discovery. Wow. $36 billion. Don't even mm. have a chance to skip it. That's the Deadpool trailer. Ooh. I'm ready. The wig, man. <laughs> the suit up, yeah, right. Salute in the cap. I'm smelling what your stepping is, Sensei. They say that's not Hugh Jackman at that table. Marvel Jesus. Did he say fuck? Yeah. It's going to be rated R. Y'all see the comic book? Yeah. Secret Wars? Or is it Civil War? No, it's a secret. God, I can't wait. He is Marvel Jesus. Yeah, right. Our Savior has returned. He's like, I saw the Marvels. <laughs> you know, get it out, <laughs> get rid of it. Pegging. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna right? be good. Yeah, it's gonna I'm be gonna have incredible. To go to the yeah, I can't for wait. sure. For sure. 
Because they'll spoil it. Yeah. The internet ruins everything. Damn. I know, right? What the hell? This is like all the cops. What the fuck? When people start shouting police brutality here, it's like, you need to look. Yeah. Right. Low key, this might be a banger. Yeah, for real. Damn. El Hydra. Here the song comes. Violence. All out. Balls to the wall. Looks interesting. Uh, uh... All right. Trav, you got your pick for next week? Uh, if you don't, we do have the fourth one. But if you do, we'll watch yours. But if not, we can wait till. And it'll be, uh, was it Zone of Interest? Mm-hmm. Remember the trailer? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Let's go with the fourth one for now. Zone of interest? Yeah. All right. You'll pull one for next week or the week after. You have to listen to it next week. Mm-hmm. Put your pocket. Pop that pocket. <laughs> well, checks on the mail. The flag is raised.